0: Way what a good sign what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hang Good morning morning <laughs> Good morning good morning Um so hey there everybody Hi. Uh, apologies for the slightly later release but you should be getting this episode um on on your Wednesday Afternoon slash evening. Do do you think people have been tracking that? Because like okay, so for the past couple weeks in a row, we release
1: at eight o'clock in the morning. Uh huh. So on the dot. Now it's like afternoonish.
0: Yeah, I I'm pretty sure a good number of people like look. I hope so. Towards like that eight a.m. slash you know whatever form of consistency. Cause I know I definitely do so with like my favorite podcasts, assuming we are one of your favorite podcasts. Yeah.
1: But I, I I generally hope people are like woke up this morning, you know, circuit breaker time (laughs) morning, 1130. Eleven forty five, twelve fifteen, maybe yeah and then they go all right podcast and then they pick up their phone and they see it's not there and they just throw their phone across mm. the i'm so sleepy <laughs> um I'm so, so sleepy john because john literally just woke up yeah um that was that was by design yes. for whatever reason we weren't able to record yesterday so a little um and then so we're like all right let's record at the crack of eleven fifteen a.m
0: it's not that late Okay, I want to ask you, like, how have your sleeping habits been throughout this?
1: Like, I sleep at five thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. so I've been asleep for a couple
0: hours. Right. How How long have you been sleeping <laughs> at five thirty?
1: Um. Okay. It It kind of got progressive. Like, okay. So at the beginning of circuit, like, okay, pre pre-circ- pre circuit breaker, I think I was sleeping at like, you know, two o'clock, three mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning two o'clock in the morning maybe right on average then just got it pushed got pushed by like an hour every
0: a week <laughs> right <laughs> pretty much mm
1: does that make sense is that does that line up
0: no that's, that's about right I, I I vaguely keep track just based on like when think because whenever you stay up late you, you you use the living room yeah so I vaguely keep track like that and it has been progressively later yeah so like, you're awake too. Oh, yeah, no, mine's just been consistent four yeah. or five a m yeah it's just that my body clock has been so twisted and screwed that I always wake up at like eight thirty or nine
1: that's that's crazy that to me is crazy,
0: yeah, but then like I find moments in the day to like take a quick little twenty minute half an hour nap kind of situation and yeah it's it's been all right, and also I really love like going out first thing in the morning, mm. um of course, with my mask on and all of that stuff um but I, I really love going out in the morning and hitting like either a park or a mall or something before it gets crazy crowded. Right. Because um, as weird as this whole time is and this whole situation is, I'm pretty sure it's going to start normalizing in the next few weeks. Ugh. As um, you know, capitalism opens up again and the economy starts to um, uh, uh, progress again. Places are going to get a lot more crowded and a little bit more claustrophobic so i'm taking full advantage of this very unique period of time to enjoy like empty streets empty malls and just like yeah I- ironic that you're like oh no it's about to get claustrophobic <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm loving this like freedom but also got you i, I got, see it i see it oh I my got god you a little breakfast gift John. oh my
1: god listen to it
0: <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> yeah so you can you can it's enjoy still that still warm you can enjoy that Somehow I don't know what like through through the episode. Give yeah. Them some oh my ASMR. god! There's a okay. Well, I mean, obviously
1: we to, I mean, I can see it. Listeners can't because they're listeners.
0: Yes. Mm. Take a good guess what that is, listeners. On the thirteenth of May, twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's the best. Yeah, I, I had a very weird craving this morning.
1: It's not a weird craving. This is the most reasonable craving I've ever seen a craving for. I guess, but it's also
0: big, like I've never really been like a McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, you're not a huge McDonald's guy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a huge McSpicy. You yeah, like a McSpicy? Yeah, I like a McSpicy. And if it's late enough at night and I feel gross enough. I'm gonna get it spicy or some wings. but the breakfast has never really, really appealed to me. Other I'm, than I'm backwards. Hash
1: like if I, I, in New York,
0: yeah. or at least when I was there last, mm. they did they they had
1: enabled 24 hour breakfast. Mm. I did not have a single non breakfast item, <laughs> dude. I would eat McDonald's breakfast all day, every day. But what, what's healthy. your what's your go to breakfast? Exactly item? Exactly what you got. Thank you, Nathan. A this... sausage
0: muffin with egg. That's my go to. Mm. Like my my favorite that just doesn't show up anymore was the mcgriddle yeah i have like a love-hate relationship with mcgriddle but what's wrong with it it's sweet and salty and like you can add spicy i like it when you
1: break it down to its components right the thing that loses me is when there's cheese Um. like it's like i don't like pancakes with cheese right you know what I mean? Like I'm right. like, what if I do go order McRiddle, I'll get a
0: sausage just a sausage McCriddle. But like the so I'm like, pancake and sausage. The, but the pancake and sausage, like the sweet and savory, the cheese that doesn't works. really deviate too far from that profile, I feel. Or is it more the, of just like a mental thing? Maybe it's a mental thing. No, I don't know. It's like a mouthfeel thing. Right. Okay, maybe maybe it's like my vaguely Indonesian heritage where like did you know that Indonesians actually put like cheese on all kinds of sweet shit? Yeah, Filipinos do. Yeah. Not all kinds. In Sabata, we have like that one pastry that has cheese. It's just very, like I I never really noticed it either. But like there's a lot of sweet things that like um, Indonesians like to put keju on. So like martabak with like chocolate, peanuts and cheese. Or like tarts with like cheese or like shredded. That's pretty weird. It is a little bit strange, but it does add like a funky tanginess to like a bunch of things. And I guess when you think about Indonesian stews. And how they kind of have, like, sweet, savory, bitter, like, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's... I'm trying to analyze it ever since we started talking about it.
1: And don't forget that I'm very sleepy, so I'm a little bit slow. Uh-huh. So, I think it's, like, because the, the when you get a sausage and egg and cheese McGriddle, mm. you're missing some salt and you're missing some crunchiness.
0: Mm. And that's what throws it off for Right, me. right, 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 right. Okay. So, like, if it were toasted Parmesan on top if of the it bun... If it was a waffle... Mm, instead of a pancake. Right. That would make a bit more sense. I would want fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in case any of you guys are like wondering why the hell we're talking about McDonald's, um, Singapore closed down its McDonald's for the last month? That's when I knew the circuit breaker was real. <laughs> That's when I was like, Corona is a real threat. Has it been? Was it a month? I
1: think It's a little bit less. I think it was like three weeks. It felt like three months. Because when it was when circuit breaker started, McDonald's was open for like a week, maybe like yeah. ten days before yeah. they got their
0: own they got like seven cases. Right. And then they shut down. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a weird thing where they had seven cases was it seven or five? Is something they had under ten. They had multiple cases across various outlets. So it was a very strange thing where it's like, is there something wrong with the central No, but it's kitchen? like it's
1: like but it's like their workers get sent to whichever
0: oh so like they probably random. all
1: got out of the same place but they work at different places which is why they have to shut down all of them got it got it got all it all right i'm gonna do my best to not be gross but i would like a bite of a hot fresh it's i been mean so long i mean it's i'm sure the listeners What's will be the, fine with it microphone near microphone away microphone okay asmr
0: yep nope I'm not that's gross that. <laughs> I thought I was gonna like it but I'm not into it
1: <laughs> the hash brown was okay yeah the squishiness is gr- like what was the last time you heard squishiness like that that's gross I'm <laughs>
0: sorry but um, I apologize <laughs> yeah like I think to, to my knowledge at least Singapore is like the only place where McDonald's shut down mm. like everywhere else in the world I'm pretty sure it's like um, it, it essential been, service yeah an essential <laughs> service looked upon as like a, a, the, the last bastion of sustenance in this apocalyptic wasteland but, um, yeah, we haven't had it for a few few weeks now, so I just had, like, a, like a really weird craving, even though I don't love their breakfasts. No, thank you. What did you have? Uh, same thing. But, yeah. like, honestly, whenever I order, like, any breakfast item, it's more of, like, a delivery um, mechanism f- to put hash browns in my mouth. I agree with that. Like, I know I can just get the hash brown a la carte or get multiple hash browns a la carte, but, like... like it makes me feel like I'm having a more complete meal if I get like one thing and then a hash brown and this time. So when I was a child, like this is how gross I was when I, child, when I was a
1: child. When we had McDonald's breakfast, there was at least multiple times where I would get the John special, which is five hash browns and two apple pies. And that's why I'm fat. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Good, but I hear you, though. It is more adult to get a sandwich. <laughs> a full meal. But I was just like, that's what I want. Five I want five
0: hash browns and two apple pies. I think that's what it was, four or five hash browns. And let's mm. face
1: it, I don't really remember, but more than likely I probably had a sausage from muffin do right. But it's just like, yeah, just like I just want multiple bites of things that are long and thin with hairy testicles.
0: Got it. My favorite thing was uh a chicken porridge. Oh, they please. used to have it. It's been... They don't do it anymore. I think they still have that in the Philippines. Yeah, they still have it in, in other parts of Southeast Asia. I know they have it in China, but um, in Singapore, for some reason, they discontinued, like, Asian breakfast. You know what I mean? I feel like Singapore leans too heavily on the McSpicy and the black pepper,
1: whatever the fuck that thing's called. The Prosperity Burger. Yeah, the I Prosperity think. Burger. Mm. It's like the variety is actually surprisingly low in Singapore. Don't they have like that, that Nasi Lemak burger and... Like in that. Malaysia yeah. Mm. They they have it okay so so oh, in from, terms of like standardized yeah. I got like, it. Like no no cuz like okay cuz the 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 prosperity burger comes back every year like clockwork right so I barely I barely even count that as like a non special right. thing right it's just regular. Mm-hmm. And then the McSpicy is great mm-hmm. if you're into that sort of thing
0: for me it's too spicy. But the lack of variety is surprising. Actually, there's something about the spice in the McSpicy. I'm not sure what kind of chilies that they use, mm. but I like to think my spice tolerance is decent. Mine's not that. Mine's not as high as people might think. Mine's like so-so. You know, yeah. like it, it. It doesn't kill me. But a double McSpicy was has, and I've mentioned this before. A double McSpicy has been the only thing to date to give me like an asshole of fire. Yeah, only thing. And I've eaten like That's Mexican chilies to, uh, and Indonesian to, chilies. Never been to
1: prison. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I, I, mean, <laughs> I think it's
0: great. I think if they toned it
1: down by 25%, it would be my, I would order it every single time. But then it was too much.
0: It wouldn't be a McSpicy. Like that. the thing is like, it's been around for so long. You have to assume that it's not broken to most people. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I just wish they would come up
1: like, with like a wussy version. <laughs> I think they They call that a McChicken. No, that, that, which by the way, it's a completely, I feel like thing. that sandwich was like the best thing ever before.
0: And now it's like... Now no one cares. It's and flaccid almost. Yeah. It's like something happened to the chicken. It's like even more not chicken. And like... something. The breading on it has become a lot
1: more... More like flimsy. Flim- less? I was going to say like the ratio of breading to chicken
0: has increased. Okay. And the cardboardness has increased too. I, I miss when it used to be $2 McChickens. Is it not anymore? I... Don't think so. But back when I was going to secondary school, it used to be $2 for a double cheeseburger or a McChicken. Right. And $0.50 for a cone. So like for $2.50, you are ballin'. You're you're good. You're solid. You are ballin'. You are diabetes, cholesterol. (laughs) Yeah. People must be so hungry now listening to this. I mean, that's why we released it later. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah! So you would have had two meals by now. By the time you've listened to this, or, assuming you listen to it fresh, or pause, pause this episode and order McDonald's. Wait, wait! Did you go there? Did you go live? Did you? Yes, I went live. I went. To, did you? Did you go in person? I went in person. And was there like a long line? Or no? Surprisingly, not the one nearby here. Mm-hmm. I think there, there, I was the only person there. Okay. Um, There's and, three nearby here technically, but let's not get into yeah, details. The closest one. Okay. Um, I was the only one there. Still arguable. Uh, there were no, the, the, what you call it, the touchscreens weren't working. Oh, okay. I'm guessing because Wait, of, hold on. That way or that way? The big one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the touchscreens weren't working. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm guessing for sanitary reasons. Wait, it's still arguable, which is the big one. Never mind, It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Yeah. Um, I
1: just like to have a mental
0: picture of where you that, were. It's just that you have to check in yeah, yeah, yeah. and check out. And then when you go into the place that you have to go into to get the McDonald's, you have to check in and check out as well. Right. So um, it's troublesome as hell, but um, it's kind of. I I hope it's useful. I hope that this contact yeah. tracing thing that they're doing is actually productive, um, rather than security theater. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, like just putting systems in place to make people feel safe when really it's not much of anything.
1: I feel like there's some times where. You you have security th- like are they mutually exclusive? Exclusive like I think you can have I think we, I feel secure but I also feel there's a lot of security like because security theater is like oh it it looks like we're safe but really not okay but that's bad security theater what if it's a good security theater what if it's security Shakespeare where it's like, <laughs> it's like it looks like we're safe and we are safe
0: one ex uh. like um airports. I- are, are the biggest source of security theater. It's, at some point, it's almost security absurdist theater. Ooh. You know, like the person that checks your passport after you go past the immigration? That is really weird. Right? I've always thought that person has the saddest job. I mean, all respect and love to that person for you know, giving their time and all of that. But it has to be the most useless job in that whole well, line. I, because I f- someone checks your passport yeah. extra carefully. Sometimes you even like scan it and you take a fingerprint. And then you know, unless you stole someone's hand or you did the Mission Impossible thing with talcum powder and tape, <laughs> like chances are it's you. And then after that, they have some guy just look at it for three seconds. Wait, hold on. Okay, I'm trying to. Okay, I'm I'm trying not to have like a Mandela effect happen here. So mm-hmm.
1: I, I feel like I've had this happen to me. But let's let's run this down.
0: It's Mandela effect, by the way. What? No.
1: <laughs> what? Berenstein.
0: Berenstein. Okay. What did I say? Mandala. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's about Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Not effect. circular patterns. <laughs> yes. Which,
1: super quick, if you guys don't know it, it's like the idea that like y- you know something, but then it's not, you realize you don't know something. That you're like collective um, memory uh, alteration. Yeah. Because it's like, for example, okay, let's just do a real quick trick. For those of you who even know who Nelson Mandela is, ask, I'm going to ask you a question. You answer it, just speak it out
0: loud. When did Nelson Mandela die? Two thousand... Ten plus plus. Somewhere between ten and twenty. Okay. Uh, uh,
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think he died like three years ago or something, but people thought like he died like twenty years ago or something. Yeah. And that's the Nelson Mandela effect. Yes. And then whatever, how do you spell Berenstein bears? No one really cares. Mm -hmm. Okay, anyway. So, okay. So let's just look at Changi. So you get to the airport. You have a great time. Uh, You take a grab. Maybe you take a train. Perhaps you take a taxi if you're weird. Um... You get there, okay. You go through the ticketing booth. That's done. You first time you show you. That's the first time you show your passport. You show your passport to the security guy, just to make sure you have a ticket. Mm-hmm. Then you go through that immigration. that one makes sense. That yeah, one makes that sense. sense. Yeah, you go through immigration. Mm-hmm. That's when you really look at your passport. They that's really the passport. look at your passport. And then in Singapore, that's it. You're done. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. You go through. You go to your gate. The you third go person security. is the person
0: I'm talking about right now. Okay, where's the th- which third person? So after you go through immigration you know
1: yeah, there's duty free there's like starbucks but you
0: know right between between immigration and the duty free and starbucks there's another person that looks at your passport for between 5 to 7 is seconds there? yes there is someone that no, looks at aw. your passport yeah i've traveled like a I billion i know you travel times. like at
1: least <laughs> twice a week but like <laughs> what yeah even automated term style or yes. at
0: least how, how many people are there Usually, wait just one or two, and then like they have, they just look at your passport for a few seconds, and then they let you pass. That's so weird. And honestly, I've sometimes caught them like, like, like not
1: even flick to the right page. They're just like, no, it's it's
0: like they're it's like it's it's almost like they understand the absurdism of their role. Like they will (laughs) open it and they'll be looking at something else completely. Just kind of open it, right? Okay. Like, while they're not even looking at the passport or my face, they just kind of give it back to me. Like, okay, my job what, is done what, here.
1: What could it possibly be? Security theater. Are they just
0: making sure that you didn't forget your passport? Possibly.
1: Maybe. Maybe the next time you travel, you should ask that.
0: Yeah, the next I, time anyone travels. What are you for?
1: Yeah, <laughs> just like, hey, what are you what do you do here? <laughs> what is your purpose? And he just goes,
0: I don't know. <laughs> he has like an existential crisis. I'm just trying to feed my family. No, but the airport is full of security theater, which, you know, honestly, I, I, it's it's hard to like break it down too much because at the end of the day, everyone wants to make sure that they're fully safe the moment they yeah. board the plane and that the plane ride is safe itself. Yeah. But there's definitely a lot of stuff in between you stepping into the airport and stepping onto the plane. There are definitely a lot of extra steps that are not quite necessary because when you go to a different airport somewhere else in the world, the process could take twice as long or four times as fast. Right. So like the fact that there is no consistency or standardization means that most of it is probably unnecessary because you, but the end result is the same. You get on a plane that flies into a different place, right? Yep. However, the process that goes in between varies from country to country, varies from place to place. So really like it's a, a, a lot of it has to be bullshit. Did you know that Singapore
1: had like a hijacking thing happen? Yeah. I think, I think everyone, every Singaporean knows that, but just no one ever really talks about it. It's back in the nineties. Yeah. Like I just stumbled upon it in some weird YouTube. Was it late eighties or nineties?
0: Nineties. Wait. Like, okay. Ooh. Yeah. Um, what's happening? Nathan's got a glimmer in his eye. No, I just, I, cause like, I wanted to talk about a few things, but like, um, mostly like the, the different rabbit holes that I went to throughout <laughs> the week. Right. And one of them was like retro Singapore videos. Weird. On YouTube. Interesting. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's slightly different to the rabbit hole that you went down. So yeah, oh, definitely. Talk, talk, talk about yours for a bit.
1: Well, uh, this was a couple of weeks ago, so I don't quite remember. But the, what is it? Like a plane took off from Malaysia and landed in Singapore?
0: I honestly can't remember the last or time. Pakistan? No, Pakistan. Pakistan? The last time I thought about this was like secondary school. Because you know, we covered it during, I think, social studies or something right. like that?
1: Yeah but the the idea was it it's sad because it's kind of hard to look up because it's called operation something <laughs> and there's a much more famous operation whatever the fuck it's called no it's kind of hard to find yeah it's pretty it's pretty sad right it's like we're going to call this operation enduring freedom damn you, Bush. <laughs> Which is not what it was. But yeah, that's crazy. Like, I forgot what rabbit hole I fell down. I think I was like... Okay, this is. I need to come out, I guess. As, I don't need to come out, but whatever. I'll say this. I'm a weird gun nut. Like, I just really like guns. <laughs> uh-huh. I like guns and I like Navy SEALs and I like shit like that. And mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'm i reading and I just... I, I finished a book written by a Navy SEAL, a mm-hmm. fixed edition of book about a Navy SEAL in two days. Mm-hmm. I just... I read it and I listened to it at the same time. Anyway, so that's the rabbit hole I fell down to. And like, I was listening about like... The military action in the Philippines in Marawi, which was fucking crazy, right? And there's weird how much footage there is. It's like borderline like snuff footage.
0: When did this happen?
1: This was like two years ago. Oh, okay. Like there was like a a terrorist uh, Al Qaeda situation in the in the south of the Philippines, and there was a huge battle over this one city. Like uh, it was weird because it was a mix of like poverty and just mostly poverty where it looked like I was like oh my god it's a World War II fight it doesn't look like whatever footage you see of like the US in Iraq and Afghanistan right it like it seemed like it was an equal fight and like the city was completely destroyed it looked like Dresden jeez so I was watching and then because so we had that weird yeah the weird diaspora of like I don't even know that's the correct word to use right now but Mm there's a weird situation where it was like Obviously, the terrorists are kind of not not super rich and they're like working their way through. and The Philippine army is not crazy. We don't have drones or whatever. It's a lot of it's just manpower, manpower versus manpower. It's just soldier against soldier in this city. And it's fucking sad. And I don't know why I'm talking about it, but that's this is the hole I felt through. And right. then, yeah, it, and because of that, so you have that poverty and you have that weird kind of like almost third world, the third worldness. Right versus like everyone has fucking gopros right it's weird dude it's and it's terrifying it's like, and it's like black hawk down but
0: filipino edition pretty much right that's a good way of putting it yeah because like, i mean how rare is it in these days to see that kind of warfare i mean yeah i'm exactly. not saying that warfare is the thing that needs to happen more of but generally it's like drone strikes and yeah. like covert things that yeah. happen through that you internet. don't see yeah
1: but you had cameras on both That's a weird thing you had cameras on both sides because the terrorists were filming stuff for like you know propaganda yeah. the Philippine armies were were shooting stuff I don't know why but like yeah it, but like not like not even like Black Hawk Down dude because like just to like I'll, I mean maybe I'll show you footage later but you
0: probably freak out I want to hear from that guy like the guy that was put in charge of like recording <laughs> the guy that like right the before the battle was like hey hey uh uh uh, uh Paolo <laughs> come <laughs> over here like, give me your gun, me your gun. <laughs> what, what? Uh, and, and wear this wear this uh, hat
1: <laughs> <laughs> but sir this makes me such a big target
0: it's not even a gopro it's a sony camcorder and, and duct tape to my head t- take off your bulletproof vest and strap this onto your chest oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and then he's like um um <laughs> uh, thank you for your service um yeah yeah, no,
1: but, I I but, but, but sorry, just to finish this point. Yeah. So it's not like blackout down, it's legit I'm trying to think of I'm searching my World War II history for an analogy. Because like, dude, the whole town is rubble. Oh. Like there is not a fucking finished roof in this in this place. Jesus. Crazy. And then that led me and to And this was two years ago? It was yeah, very recent. Very recent. Jesus. Like Duterte was president when this thing went when this thing happened. Of course. No, he's only you know, he's only been president for
0: four years. Dude Duterte I, I I don't know too much about his politics. Do you think fans of Duterte are called Duterte? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know too much about his politics. He likes killing people. But um, I do know that he is uh, 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 he's dictator light or dictator esque, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. For sure. um, because two weeks ago, like he shut down ABS CBN. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Only because he never liked them very much.
1: Like, that's the equivalent of, I tell you, it's not quite the equivalent of shutting down MediaCore. If Media Core had one rival... And and you shut down MediaCorp, that's be equivalent. It's huge. It it's was like gigantic. it's crazy.
0: It's the big one of the or the biggest TV station in Philippines that yeah, employs tens of thousands tens of thousands of, thousands of people. Yeah, news, and they entertainment. Shut it down overnight. Yeah, they didn't.
1: Renew, there was so they did some weird technicality shit because a like, license ha- was was yeah, expired. And which they didn't is like, a, it's like, it. like it's like a thing that's like it's basically like a, okay, yep, stamp. It's like it's something that you just it just happens all the time. Yeah. And then yeah, for whatever political reasons, I think they criticized him or shit
0: so they shut him down i haven't been following up on it but yeah it's pretty it's pretty messed up so okay um uh are you aware is protesting legal in philippines yeah okay so i think this is what i heard um they timed it at this point in time because protesting right now is illegal because mm. of covid because of the whole and quarantine into, measures yeah yeah Gathering. so um because protesting is illegal apparently that's why they timed it like this mm. so that you know, there were no demonstrations that could be had because on any other day, you would have hundreds of thousands of people because you would have the ten thousand, tens of thousands that were sacked, and then the families and friends of those tens of thousands that will also like rise up. So, a lot of people are saying that it was timing based that they did this because Duterte doesn't love ABS CBN because of how they report on him sometimes. Um, I mean, that's the equivalent of Trump shutting down CNN. Can you it's imagine? It's kind of nuts, dude. Except, this, except ABS-CBN is kind of like a national, like it's huge. Everyone knows ABS-CBN. Yeah, it's like the there's two there's two Channel Five two or networks. SCTV yeah. of yeah.
1: Effectively, there's two networks in the Philippines: ABS-CBN and GMA, right? Yeah. And then even then, like it's like similar to MediaCorp, with it's ABS-CBN, which is whatever it's Channel Five. Yeah. But they also own Channel 12 and
0: 14. Like they own
1: like a little, of a lot of, stuff and they're just gone.
0: Yeah, no. I have a few friends that just like suddenly lost their jobs, and it's like <sighs> it's, uh, it's I don't know what to do now. It's and, and like you know, no one's employing yeah. during this point in time, especially not in the media. Yeah, so it's I, I'm it's,
1: hopeful that it'll bounce back in some way, or Duterte will we'll get ousted, or something. well,
0: well, the hopeful Crazy. the hope is um, uh, they have, they have actually been continuing their broadcasts on Facebook. Um, uh-huh. To millions of viewers. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So they still they do like live news broadcasts. To my knowledge, I'm not. Sh- I don't think they they still air their other shows. Yeah. But they still have news broadcasts on Facebook. But yo, um, go. I, we're, we're we're going tangent to tangent to tangent. Here. Yeah, we are. But um, ABS-CBN's got some weird shows, yo. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen um this show called um? Oh my god. Uh, listen to my face or something like that. No, what is that? Um, I forgot. Is it called "Listen to My Face" or uh, whose whose face am I? Or like, I'm. I, it's something like that. I can't is remember it in the, English. Sure, like is the title in English? Yes, title oh, okay. in English. Like something like sing f- f- from my face or whatever. I can't remember what it is. But you it's said, just, like the voice. It's basically the masked singer. Ah, except instead of wearing character costumes and masks. Yeah. They are wearing prosthetics and makeup to look like other people. That's weird. It is fucking creepy, dude. (laughs) That's weird. It's fucking creepy. So like, they'll have like two Filipino dudes with makeup and prosthetics to look like John Legend and Sam Smith. And how it's how close do they get to it? It's close. Okay, it's close in the sense of like. The police description will be the same, but it will also include that person looks like a living nightmare. <laughs> like, <laughs> it looks... Uh, your face sounds familiar? Yes, your okay. face sounds familiar. <laughs> I wonder why I couldn't think of that title. <laughs> but um, it's horrifying. It is actually horrifying. So some parts of it are kind of fun. Like, sometimes they have the TNT boys, you know, those Filipino national treasures, mm. um, uh, uh, dressed up as, like, Nicki Minaj. And, Wait, who are the Who's the... Are they... Are they real? Who, who are the TNT boys? They're like famous in Philippines. I don't know anything about my country. <laughs> They're like, they, they, they were huge because they went on Ellen and they went on, uh, one of the talent shows, either X factor or something like that.
1: Are they like Oh
0: my God. Children dresses, the Bee Gees. What the fuck? Yeah. But, um, if That's you, weird. yeah, if you ever want to see some like nightmarish content, look up on YouTube, your face sounds familiar. I'm doing that right after this. And enjoy that. Um, what were we talking about? Security? Uh, McDonald's. We were talking about McDonald's. <laughs> got it. Um, but hello, everyone. Welcome to yeah one twenty. You you were talking about like yeah. um, war and stuff like that. You we were talking about uh, YouTube rabbit holes. Is what you wanted to talk about, right? That's yeah. where we were. Um, you were looking up like Singapore hijackings.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was looking up like contemporary uses of special forces. Is what right. I think I was looking yeah. up.
0: So like I fell into a weird rabbit hole of yeah. like retro Singapore like archival footage oh interesting I don't know why I just kind of fell into this rabbit hole and it is so fucking fascinating Uh. like uh, very few of them even had narration some of it was just like clips and videos being put together of like of like Singapore back in the 50s and the 60s right um and if you are from Singapore or if you've lived here for a long time and you know the place I highly recommend checking these out um it was under like a channel called michael Rogge, rog? rog? michael r-o-g-g-e all right it's in the show notes and i think he's he's a he's a i don't know what he is but i think for, from my knowledge he just kind of like is an old dude that used to take a lot of videos okay and now he's like uploading them to youtube and like showing like hey i took this thing in the 50s and like check it out and it's so so interesting like how like, like home videos pretty much or like, okay home like like Essentially, like archive, just archival footage mm-hmm. of like Chinatown or Clarke Quay, interesting, or like um, different shop houses and like them opening up, and um, there, there were some that even go further back to like to the times where before Singapore was independent, Malaya, or like, be- or, like Malaya, yes, yeah, or like even between like that British and like Chinese period when it, it was it was just very. Very interesting to see like how the world's because like th- n- none of these documentaries were made by Singaporeans because uh-huh. people were busy then they were made by like outside perspectives and it was very interesting to hear like the outside perspective on like old school Singapore. So who the the guy who who puts it up? Does he like narrate it? Does he? Does he? Is he in the video himself? Like how do you know? No, the guy that uploads this channel specifically, he just uploads clips. Okay, but I think he also uploads like other like vintage. Um, documentaries and things like that cool. with narration, or like it'll pop up on your suggested. I don't know what, but like I just That's went a YouTube hole, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went down a very deep All rabbit right. hole. Well, if you want to fall, if you want to. F- g- fall into Nathan's Hole. It's, it's there in the show notes. Yeah. But it was just so interesting because... Interesting. Especially like the Clark Key Chinatown area, like um. where it was so... It used to be so rural or just very much like a fishing hub almost. Yeah. Like people used to legit just like fish there and like have their nets out in the middle of the... Yeah, because l- when you see
1: all those stairs that lead down to the
0: river. Mm-hmm. They, they must have been used at some point. Yeah. not used anymore at all. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it'd be interesting to see that. And the main thought I had when I was watching all these clips was like... Because like you see these clips, and there's and you still see places like that today, you mm-hmm. know, when you go to Philippines or Malaysia or Indonesia mm-hmm. or Thailand, other parts of Southeast Asia that have very similar climates and like topography and geography, yeah, 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 and the main thing I was thinking about was like, man, as cool as it is that Singapore is so advanced, a very deep part of me kind of wishes that like it was still like this, or at least that like if I grew up during that time because it had so much character so yeah. much personality and just it 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 looked like a completely different world compared to what singapore is now yeah which is you know a very fine tuned machine don't get me wrong like again you know you see how fine tuned that machine is during coronavirus like if coronavirus had hit us 50 years ago singapore would not exist anymore you've <laughs> like, wiped out instantly exactly the- um, so as I as grateful as I am to like you know what we have become, I couldn't help but look back at that shit and, and went like, man, kind of wish like it was still like this or at least like remnants of this right. still existed. But then you wouldn't have been able. To have
1: Singapore be a sing, uh, filming location for Westworld. <laughs> that so is true. There you go. The Pros and
0: cons, right? But we would probably be the filming location for uh, uh, Fish the first world. season of Westworld.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh? <laughs> <Huh? laughs> Southeast
0: Asia world. I don't know. Tropical yeah. world. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to think about Westworld anymore. That yeah. show b- broke my heart.
1: There's a continuing theme happening... So aside from COVID, one of the tragic things is shows that were amazing no longer being amazing. Mm. It goes, I mean, it goes back forever, by the way, but like, I st- I'm i still f- pretty sore about Game of Thrones of what mm. might have been. Yeah. And like, gosh, what else? Is it just I, HBO shows? I, possibly. <laughs> what else has been tragically disappointing? There's that. There's other ones. I'm, I guess I don't think about it anymore. That's why
0: <laughs> I'm not too sure, but I just know that Westworld this 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 last season has been really frustrating. Yeah, because I struggle to stay awake. You slept through all the episodes. Yeah, pretty much. I think past episode four, I slept through all of them. Yeah, because I just didn't care. Well, I mean, also, I've just found out you sleep three hours a day. So yeah, that too. That. But also, I I just like like that's. I, I I stay awake if something like is is worth checking out or if it's genuinely interesting. It's true. You but stay yo. awake during these recordings. <laughs> but yo, like Westworld season three was like, it was tough, man. Like, and I I haven't really looked up online reviews or anything, but is I'm hoping other people feel the same. Uh, a lot of people do. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's 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 reassuring because they're probably definitely going to get season four. I think it's I think it has been renewed. Yeah, it's. It was just so annoying because Westworld to me was like the show that replaced Breaking Bad in terms yeah. of like an airtight, just really beautifully made, like, like my, my, I'm fully invested and like if anything, I'm like continually inspired by every scene right in season that, one that was what season one was yeah and then season two was like wavering, wavering a little bit i was like oh, okay I'm hanging in there and season three was just yeah know. the thing that's fucked up was like season two was like okay this is not as tight as season
1: one but they're setting up some really interesting things for season three i yeah. can't wait for season three. Oh, that that was season three yeah
0: oh, okay never mind like Ar- no spoilers really but aaron paul could have just not been in the show yeah Right? Pretty much. Like, I know I, I slept through most of it and probably through most of his scenes, but, like, I really don't feel like he added much t- to anything. He didn't any add much. Time. I mean, like, you couldn't literally pluck him out. It's not like he's, like, and the story would continue as normal. It's just, yeah, he didn't really. It yeah. His story could have not existed and he would have been fine. Or at least Bernard. I don't know. I just like the Bernard stuff was really useless. The Bernard stuff was tragic because they set it up to be like, Oh, we're gonna have like a fun buddy cop side story and yeah. like it's nothing. Yeah. It's just them hopping from motel to motel and just kind of like assuming things about the plot. <laughs> and then it's like Dolores did this.
1: How do you know that? <laughs> oh do you-
0: Dolores just did this.
1: How do you know? And then and then maybe there's like, oh, maybe they're going to pay it off. Like he has some special link and like they have to like figure it out. Nope. They never did? Nope. Gosh. Yeah. He just
0: slept for a while, got dusty. That was the end of Bernard in season three. Oh, we should have said spoilers. Actually, no, we've been, that, that wasn't too big no of a spoiler. No one cares. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. But in terms of TV, like. Um, what has been capturing your your attention or imagination? Uh, Survivor, baby! <laughs> Survivor back. is the,
1: the one shining beacon. It's been the greatest season of Survivor ever. Survivor are they, are they dealing with of- coronavirus
0: Whoa. as well? No, but they, they, filmed, they filmed it last year. Aww. Um, I want to see a season of Survivor where like coronavirus is like mid swing, dude. That's why um that's
1: why that w- that's what got me interested in, in continuing Terrace House mm-hmm. because I don't know I've still haven't watched it but like they filmed. Which, by the way, have ridiculous seasons. Mm-hmm. They have like 40 episodes per season or whatever. That's another reason why I'm never going to start. Yeah. I don't know. And then like in their new season, which was the same cast as the previous season. I don't know how that works. Anyway, Terrace House Tokyo. They filled like four episodes. Then they had to take a break from Corona. I was like really curious to see how they were going to handle it. Mm-hmm. But the show was so cringe. And this one guy was so like like creepy that I was just like, I don't want to watch. Mm. Instead, we watched Too Hot to Handle. Yeah.
0: I, I can't get into most, like, romantic reality shows. It is really weird of, like, I want to go to the show and I want to find love Yeah, with my it's, it's, it's that It's that immediate conceit that just makes yeah. me completely not be with them from the get-go. Yeah, like, you can flick a switch and love... Some random one person that's put there in front of you. Though those people are very attractive, especially because there's so many cameras in production and probably debriefings and briefings that happen like before (laughs) and after filmings. Yeah, that like just just it 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 completely takes me out of it. Like I cannot watch them without just being like, "What is happening? Like, how is this real? Like, uh, I don't care." That's why. That's why too hot to handle was, was 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 you know ironically pretty okay to handle because it was um it they 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 tell you from the get-go that like we're fucking with these people garbage people exactly like these people came here for the exact reason why everyone else goes on these shows exactly we're gonna flip it um so yeah at least that was kind of tolerable but um man this this week in terms of like tv I've, i've just been binging community again yeah I think I said that last week as well, but I've just been binging again. I've just been, I, I, I'm still jumping around just randomly, just randomly to kind of extend my enjoyment. Right. Because I know that four on words is kind of a rough time. <laughs> so I'm like going like two, four, six, three, one. Like it's, it's really, really fun, especially because you see like how the characters change or like improve or whatever. Right. Um, and it was also a great week for it because they had their whole reunion. On, I still haven't Zoom. watched that. Yeah, Community. The did, Darkest Timeline, right? Yeah, they did like a mini cast reunion right after they did like a table read that's, that's going to air. I think it's going to air.
1: Night. Uh, th- I wrote it down somewhere.
0: Next week? I think today. Today?
1: 13th. Oh, yeah. I think 13th, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it should be coming out today. But they put out like a kind of post table read hangout. Oh, on, is that what it was? Okay. On YouTube. I yeah. was wondering what it like.
1: I was like, they got together twice. That seems difficult. They pretty much just kept the call going. Also,
0: like Chevy Chase is clearly not a part of this stuff. But no. like, does th- th- do they bring that up at all? He's just like not part of the gang. Not during the hangout. I'm not sure if they bring it up during the reading because I know the episode that they're reading is the one where he dies. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the episode that they're doing a reading of. It's not like an unaired episode. It's a yeah. They're, they're doing that episode with Walton Goggins and like the 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 vial of sperm i don't really remember i didn't i haven't re. I, I
1: think i've rewatched one and two and maybe parts of three but i had, yeah i definitely have not watched
0: beyond that i believe this episode was like season five yeah and it was the one where like he's pierce is dead yeah and he bequeaths people with like um gifts okay. and like everyone gets a vial of semen <laughs> Uh, like in this like cryogenic tube or whatever but they're they're reading that episode and replacing walton goggins with pedro pascal whoa yeah because walton goggins is busy what a random Um, pull i know it's great i'm looking forward to it it's fucking great but um it was a it was just man i i'm I'm so excited for like the 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 immediate future of community now because like the hype is back I'm seeing so many YouTube videos pop up about it because people are discovering it. Yeah. Um, it's con- it's constantly blowing my mind as I'm watching through the seasons how timeless it is. Yeah, it really is. There's, there are definitely some jokes in there that um, are questionable in the sense of like ooh, no one, no one could do that today yeah so there's some some pre-me too stuff but other than that i mean the humor itself is like but they're never offensive because like even though the jokes itself if you read them on paper yes that's offensive but they're always in the context of that is bad that's mm. a bad thing to be that's a bad thing to say and that's a bad thing to do yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just that like the heights in which they take the racism and the bigotry and the anti-semitism no for me i think the thing that was the most problematic was jeff's
1: philandering way like his chase of britta is pretty creepy
0: mm. he's
1: like y- y- you're gonna sleep with me
0: because nah, i'm dan harman like yeah. the, there's definitely some creepiness especially if like jeff's character and annie yeah, yeah, yeah. who is like half his age there's that too yeah but you, they address it yeah they address it as like a sitcom trope and that it's like kind of silly that there's these triangles that constantly happen mm-hmm. um anyway yeah uh I'm just excited because it's on Netflix, it's back on mainstream and a movie is probably going to happen. See that's what I want to ask you about. So you probably know more than me but like
1: so Community it works wonderfully as a sitcom. How could you possibly make it into a movie?
0: I don't care. Just do it. I I really don't. Like, I really don't care how they do it. It could be like, a. they could just do like an Avengers style movie. Okay, so they would have to to raise the stakes. With the Russos directing. Because the show itself was so absurd that the stakes
1: were were constantly high, right? So like, the go-to, like my first pitch would be like, they have to save Greendale.
0: But they've done that like seven times. Mm -hmm. So what could it be? Well, it could just be like a straight up invasion of City College. Whoa. They've never, they've never been the aggressors. It's always been they're the victims. That's interesting. I don't know. I'm not trying to write a movie here. I'm just saying. I'm super excited because Netflix makes like four thousand movies a year. If they didn't do it three times, I would have watched just like a full paintball movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah netflix makes a shit ton of movies for sure which make, by the way extraction
1: yeah. damn good no one's watching it no one's talking about it <laughs> it's lots of it could action. be because my love
0: for special forces stuff but chris hemsworth in the movie is balls. i'll check it out but um yeah they make they make so many movies a year now they own one of the most beloved timeless sitcoms ever and so they own
1: it it's like their property now
0: i'm guessing i mean that's why they have all six seasons and not just five. i mean this, this is this is like difficult right to
1: figure out like the legality of it and stuff well, I know Yahoo doesn't there, own it. There's rights versus like being able to create
0: it. I'm not sure. I know Yahoo doesn't own it anymore because right. like Yahoo Screen doesn't exist anymore. Right? Um, I, 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 I maybe NBC still has like ownership, but in, it's the same thing as like you know they owned the master, but distribution rights can that's, go e- to whatever. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's something complex like that.
1: Cool. This is boring. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, um, so wrestling, uh, wrestling, wrestling. What? <laughs> If you're if you're with us, you're with us, man. Nothing's boring to you now, listener. Yeah, we got you by the ball yeah, hairs.
0: Yeah, but there's there's so many lady ball hairs. There's so many like I'm still sleepy. Weird rabbit holes that we well personally I've been going through mm-hmm. the, the, throughout this entire Corona period. For example, last week we went on and on and on about magic, and I i thought i was gonna go down that rabbit hole even deeper but nope i just found something else completely different <laughs> oh man yeah last week we were talking about you getting a hobby or doing a sport <laughs> i honestly i thought we were gonna come on this week and you were gonna show me some shit but okay what, what what's your new thing i have no magic to show you um sports wise i've been exercising a lot I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts but um i've been doing a lot of like cardio just because like it's an excuse to be outside yeah so like i'll cycle to like east coast park and then go for a run in east coast park and then cycle back that's insane yeah like i'll be out no, i've like, been doing the same thing minus the running part the running is for losers but
1: <laughs> th- th- actually yeah i wanted to bring that up earlier when you talked about it but i was too sleepy but like what another thing that's pushing my sleeping time later and later and i've done this like uh like four or five times now is that i'll go cycling at like 11 o'clock at night or 12 mm-hmm. o'clock at night mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah the whole city is mine yeah like that's like i is it like that during non-corona times probably not right
0: no it is yeah 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 because man I'm like I don't see another soul it's amazing yeah well like, I mean during non-corona times you gotta be a little bit later like 1 or 2am right but it's, it's it's cycling at night over here is kind of beautiful especially like around the park connector. yeah for like, the second yeah. time fuck the park dude like okay well Park connectors are great and all, but like because
1: like okay, talking about East Coast Park, there's yeah. the there's the there's the the bike path. But if you go just go to the left of it to like the service road, yeah. Oh my god, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. There's no bumps, there's no winds. It's just a flat, amazing, beautiful, smooth, like be- Nickel thing. Highway and all those things. Yeah, I haven't done Nickel Highway yet, which it's I'm planning great. to do soon. But like, yeah, I've made it to the airport for the second time in my you cycling should, life. You it's should great. do you should do Nickel
0: Highway ASAP because it's not fun once cars happen. I'm sure. Yeah, Nickel Highway seems fun because it's like kind of windy. It's it's beautiful. It, for me I love it because it's beautiful. Like yeah. you just see the skyline, you see like the buildings and the lights and everything. Um but yeah, there's definitely a lot more of that. And while I'm doing these things, I mm. discovered like a new, okay not discovered a new medium, but like I got into a thing that I didn't think I was going to be into. So I've never been a huge fan of like Narrative podcasts, oh, you know, okay. like things like Welcome to Night Vale or Serial. Oh, not Serial. I yes, yeah, Serial to a Is certain cer- extent, yeah, okay. or like The paris Review or something like What's that. Was the Julia Roberts one uh, that was made into a show? I mean. uh uh, uh, uh on,
1: on Amazon uh, homecoming homecoming, <laughs> but those kind of podcasts what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, I've never been super into them like I appreciate them, especially from a perspective of sound design and like
1: yeah, I'm kind of
0: I'm them. kind of the same way. I'm like, eh. yeah, I've never been super super into it, but this week i I went into like a weird rabbit hole and, and a weird binge of the Wolverine series.
1: Oh, I hear that's great.
0: Dude. So, like, Chris Gethard's in it? I'm not sure. Or he promotes it. So far, no. But, um, Marvel, you know, this company that makes cartoons, uh, they, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) they put up a a podcast like two years ago or last year, and it's called, um, Wolverine, uh, The the Long Night. Oh. Yeah, and there's a second season called The Lost Trail, and blah blah blah, right? And it's basically just an episodic series covering this story, and the 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 voice acting is brilliant, the sound design is brilliant, the scripting is amazing. The, the guy who plays Logan's a pretty big actor, right? What is it again? I can't remember, but not really, some English guy. But um, it was it, it, it's just so. It's so engrossing. <laughs> That's cool. I'll to check that out. It's kind of great. And like, um, even yesterday, I, I I literally just put on my earphones. I lied down on this carpet and I just looked up at the ceiling and listened to it because as nice it is, as it is to listen to it while running or cycling, like just being completely still and lying down on the floor and listening to it is kind of a cool experience as well because the sound design is just crazy. Like, like, um serial has great sound design as well but this one is like next level it has like i think they record it with binaural microphones or something but you can hear people moving around in the space like the foley is great like how they weave in and out of the narrative through like sound clips and like video recordings and audio like uh uh, recordings and stuff like that it's so yeah Yeah. it's
1: just really really good The guy who plays Wolverine is Richard Armitage. Yeah. Which you would... if he Thorin from those stupid shit movies. No idea. Uh, Hobbit. He was the main guy in The Hobbit. Mm. Who wasn't The Hobbit. He was the non-Hobbit Hobbit Hobbit in The Hobbit. The... He was the main dwarf in The Hobbit. I've never said Hobbit this many times in my life.
0: I can't remember. (laughs) I I never watched all The Hobbit movies. That's Um, very bad. But yeah, if you're looking for a... A oral medium to get into... um, Check it out. Well, I, I I don't know if it's available on all platforms. I have Stitcher Premium.
1: Yeah, it's on Stitcher Premium. I know that. That's, yeah, that,
0: I think that's what's keep, been keeping me from downloading it
1: or from right. listening to it.
0: Yeah, I I, I just subscribed to Stitcher Premium only because like I enjoy a lot of things like from the people that create together with Stitcher, and I, you know I figured it would be nice to for 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 them to have a bit of my money. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Yeah. But I've been getting, yeah, so, like, I I highly recommend that if that's, if, you know, if you're running out of things to watch or if you're getting bored of, like, watching shit on Netflix and, like, going down YouTube rabbit holes, I kind of highly encourage this one because you are welcome to paint the rest of the picture in your head as you see fit. Because they they paint a lot of it very, very well, but you fill in most of the gaps and it's it's crazy. Huh. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they have two full seasons and i cannot wait i'm I'm gonna start the second one at some point today because <laughs> that's how i feel too when i jump on my bike
1: like i love the sensation of, of riding and i love like you know the wind in my hair and all that crap but like w- through my helmet uh but um yeah the like i'm like it's time for me to read a book and i jump on my bike and it's like three hours go by
0: so mm-hmm. quickly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's such a wonderful experience Try try this Marvel show. It's it's almost like it's like reading a book, but no no, actually no. It's like watching a TV show. Right. It's like watching a TV show while while exercising. Right. <laughs> but the T V show is in your mind. So what I'm listening to now, or the book I'm reading
1: slash listening to now, is um the uh written by this guy named Jack Carr, who's a former Navy SEAL. He mm-hmm. was just on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um so that's what I listened to. But another thing I tried listening to is the thing called this book called Normal People. Have you heard of this book? No. It's just been made into a show, like it just premiered. And I had to stop because it's very sensual. Oh, like it's like smutty. Oh, it's about these this these these two kids in yeah yeah kids they're teenagers in Ireland and the way the author t- the way the author and the way the narrator talks about sex it's like okay I need to listen to something else. Is this like, is like <laughs> it's pretty like fan fiction level description. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was listening to... Okay, well, podcast. I was listening to another... So, how I heard about this book is because I listened to a podcast. I talked about the book. Mm-hmm. And, like, her review was like, ladies, you should read this book and have your have your vibrator handy. I was like, what? And that's what drove you to buy it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't have a vibrator, but I have a
0: I have a, I have a bicycle. <laughs> I can go on some rougher roads, I guess. Yes. Just Eww. ride in circles around a reflexology path. <laughs> Ew. That's gross. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I, I, I've never been super into those kinds of books. Mm. I remember I stumbled into one when I was in like secondary school or high school or something. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just not feeling great about it. Sure. I, something about like horny, like, or just, you know, that kind of writing, like just a very sensual, like descriptive erotica. Um, it's, it's, uh, I, I can't really get into it. Yeah. I also can't really get into most fan fiction. Like, uh, there are some websites dedicated to fan fiction. Oh yeah. You can read a few of those things. And I've tried because I've always been curious. Like it seems like such a fascinating community. And then I read it and I'm like, Oh, (laughs) I I was very heavy into Harry Potter fan fiction back in the day. But isn't it mostly just like lots of incest? Well, the
1: thing is there's millions of them. Right. And like the cream of the crop, like some of the best, like some of the best, like, the top of the top um, Harry Potter fan fiction writers became actual writers.
0: Yeah, I mean, it still blows my mind that Fifty Shades of Grey is Twilight fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I assumed that was a joke until I realized that was a true they thing. They just changed some names around. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like crazy. Bella became whatever the fuck. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I can't get into it. But also, I know that I will, I will. Um, like, I'm only gonna know that we've made it. Once people start writing good hang fan fiction, oh god, <laughs> slash dude, if someone writes that,
1: I would read the shit out of it. Like, oh,
0: no, we will we will do an audio book series. I will play Nathan though. Nathan can play me. Um, but yeah,
1: if you can capture like my voice and
0: my ridiculousness,
1: I would be so honored. <laughs> uh, I don't think fan fiction concerns itself with that too much. It dude, like the name for dirt, for, like the dirty version. It's like it's in the name already. Like good hang. It's like. You don't have to do anything there. That's already
0: slashy. Yeah, no, I'm gonna nip this in the butt and say don't do yeah, that. Yeah, please don't do that actually.
1: I don't think I can handle it. You. <laughs> uh cool. Cool, 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 cool,
0: cool. <laughs> uh, I'm still so sleepy. You're still very sleepy. It's eleven fifteen. But, but dude you it mentioned eleven fifteen. You mentioned earlier um uh the Joe Rogan podcast and it made me it reminded me of of something I wanted to rant about a little bit. Oh, Elon Musk? Oh, fuck those man, that was that was really sad. No, dude, just Joe Rogan in general. Like, I am a huge fan of him as a person and him as a content creator and podcaster and businessman. Yeah. I really am. Like I really admire his like attitude and just like his general approach to seeking information. Yeah, you, you, you tend to train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's he's always had a very um fact based curiosity based approach Yeah, where whenever he doesn't understand something whenever he doesn't know something he gets someone in that knows more about it and educates himself and tries to see things from both sides and never you know think about ideology or partisanship I I feel like he leans conservative but he's as close as
1: you're going to get to like down the middle
0: yeah and I've always appreciated that but like how like the general um, information he's been spreading lately about the coronavirus especially after that Elon Musk episode It's, it's just conflicting me so much and making me really, really upset because like, um, well, first of all, if you, if you were one of the 13, so 13 million people so far that have watched that episode with him and Elon Musk, um, I was mostly curious about it because the week before Elon Musk made, um, a man who I also admire, uh, Elon Musk made comments about how the stay at home orders are an infringement on freedom and that like people should be able to leave their houses if they want to. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh gosh, that's weird. But I really want to hear his justification. I really want to hear his, where, where that perspective is coming from. So I tuned into the podcast of the, the hour it came out and I, and I scrubbed through to look for that section where he talks about it. And then he does. Like Joe Rogan asks him, and this is not verbatim, but I promise you, this is essentially what they said. Joe Rogan asks him, so like about the stay-at-home orders, and then Elon Musk says, "Yeah, it's un- it's unconstitutional. It's an infringement on freedom. You should be able to go out. You should be able to stay home if you want to. Yeah. But you should also be able to go out if you want to." And he says, "I believe as long as you're not harming anybody, it's fine." And then Joe Rogan rebuts and yeah. says. He he doesn't really rebut. He just kind of plays devil's advocate. And he says, but people will say that if you leave the house, you are harming people. You are putting people in harm's way. What do you say about that? And then he pretty much just goes, well, that's my opinion. Uh, uh, And they they end a discussion there and they don't talk about it anymore and they just talk about how like the deaths have been like um, miscalculated and how there aren't that many deaths and like they just go on spreading really weird misinformation and and just two days ago Joe Rogan put up a picture on Instagram of um, uh, 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 Anthony Fauci the Uh the I don't know what his role but is. He's the head He's guy. the head guy and in this, charge of the he things. See, he's the, the current guy of America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he put up a video of Fauci saying um, back in March how like wearing masks are not necessary. Things and change, bro. Things yeah. change, <laughs> and he w- and he put up that video two days ago saying, "If this guy says you don't need to, you don't have to." <laughs> and then it's like, oh, "What is happening?"
1: But the main yeah. driver for that is that we were they were running out of masks for the people working in the front lines. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's justified, and also because back then, like, it wasn't as bad as it was. And most co- and most countries were saying like masks aren't even Singapore mm. were saying that masks, while encouraged, are not compulsory. Yeah, because it doesn't protect you very
1: solidly, but like. It's okay, you know how people are talking about herd immunity? You need herd masking. It's if not everyone
0: nothing, yeah. wears a mask. It will drastically drive down the numbers. Yeah, it's not yeah. nothing. And it's it's a very it's it's a weak line of defense, but it's the first line of defense and it's the most accessible line of defense that yeah. people have outside of just staying in their homes. Right. Um but yeah, man, like th- there's just so much misinformation all over the place, and I really was hoping that from this specific source that i I kind of admire quite a lot that we wouldn 't see any of that misinformation, but all week i 've been seeing nothing but misinformation, and even more heartbreaking is that i 'll look at the comments hoping to see like people saying, "Hey, man, like be careful, don't say these things just like hey. yes man i 'm guessing yeah mostly yeah. it 's mostly just people going like." Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's all true. And then, like, spelling Fauci's name with (laughs) F-A-U-X-C-I, thinking it's smart. So clever. Dude, it's just crazy. There's so many people that want to believe that this thing is, like, some kind of conspiracy. Like... Um, there's that video that's going around the internet, Plandemic. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that yet, but it looks really fucking messed up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a video going around and if you've seen it or if your parents have sent it to you over group chats, it's a video called Plandemic. Ugh. Please tell your parents like that shit is not real. Please tell your parents that that shit is mostly misinformation. Is it, is it the loose change of coronavirus? It seems like it is. it's it's what
1: (laughs) have you heard of loose you've never heard of loose change no i don't know why it's called that but it was like the biggest the 9-11 conspiracy video oh yeah yeah it's actually really fascinating i kind of want to watch it again just to see what the fuck how crazy it was right
0: well this is i don't know much about loose change Mm. but this video it was just it was a well produced video i think that's one of the biggest factors why people believe it looks well shot yeah because it looks like something that you could just air on tv and the people uh, uh, uh presenting it don't look that crazy um <laughs> they're you're wearing they're, clothes yeah um but they're essentially saying that like uh th- th- this whole thing is like organized by the government and that like it's all or, or like it has been exacerbated by the government to kind of like keep people in fear and keep people in check and all Pop- have of have profits or something right yeah yeah and um it, it was just scary because like a few weeks ago, my dad sent the video to the group chat uh. um but i i i immediately did the research immediately looked up that lady's name, whatever her name is, and saw that she has been arrested a few times for her like for her comments Whoa. um she has been very much i think she's been like disbarred not disbarred whatever the word is for medical people um and she has been uh uh discredited many, many times um, because she's an anti-vaxxer. Right. She's supported by the anti-vaxxing uh, community. Uh, and she just spreads a lot of misinformation saying that a lot of things are a conspiracy. Mm. And I, I I just straight up told my dad, like, hey, be careful. This is this. This is that. And, you know, um, it's not very uh, truthful yeah. or it's not very accurate. And to my surprise, he was quite receptive towards well, he was like, Fuck you, you're a sheeple. <laughs> Damn no. you, Nathan. Um, it can get like that sometimes because you do it it, it can get like that sometimes especially because we are the victims of like a feedback loop of information that we find ourselves in right yeah like it's hard to acknowledge that we are wrong or that our perspective might be wrong when like we're just constantly surrounded by everything telling us that we're right yeah because the internet's pretty smart it's just gonna keep showing you things that you want to see so like I know that with everyone, no matter who you speak to, they're going to have their own ecosystem of yeah, information. That's
1: how flat earthers happen. Yeah. yeah.
0: And my I'm not saying my dad's a flat earther, but he <laughs> definitely has certain news sources that keep him in his own feedback loop right. of information. So for him to have been receptive and went like, yep, thank you for letting me know. Thanks for the advice. I was like, Nice. That's good. Yeah. That's but, good. But also like an hour later, he, he, he sent it to his like heart doctor who said, yeah, don't watch that shit either. <laughs> and he was like, yep, okay, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, man. But like, it's it, that, it scares me so much just how much bullshit there is out there. What scares me more is the amount of people who believe it. Like,
1: mm. hook, line and sinker. I mean, that's, that's, it's that whole thing, right? Like, the only thing more contagious than corona is stupidity. It's just really being highlighted. It's being enabled by the president of America, and like that's just crazy.
0: I'm just more curious because, like, at least to my knowledge, it seems like everywhere else in the world, people are taking it very seriously. Like even Philippines, like they're taking it very oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, martial martial law and shit. Yeah, you know, they're taking it very very seriously. And it seems like um, the U.S. out of all countries has the most kind of pushback against it and this is just from like you know yeah one perspective that yeah. i have of course um and a morbid part of me is like a little bit curious what is going to happen in terms of like um okay this is gonna be horrible to say and a horrible thought to air out but like a part of me is thinking like man what if just the blacks die no <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? what <laughs> of me is thinking, like I really hope that like all these people that are speaking out against it like will suffer the consequences. Huh. And then, like hopefully that means ideologically, everyone gets back on the same page because suddenly everyone sees that it's all bullshit. Like all of this like ideology, all of this partisanship, all of this like loyalty to party, and like like completely independent of facts and science and human logic is like a it's like a way of life and i really hope that like people kind of wake up to that shit yeah. corona doesn't seem blue or red it just kills you yeah because Definitely. like uh, to my knowledge at least most countries are handling it very logically that yeah. like yes this is a bad thing and then we need to figure it out to like make sure that we stay okay and not more people die whereas they're making it a ve- a much weirder thing where it's not just about human lives it's about ideology it's about um politics it's about like freedom and all these things where it's like uh, not so much man well i mean the thing is is that
1: it america's big not just population wise but like just the way it's like like china's big right but china is china it's one thing it's one thing america's 50 things and even then
0: within the 50 it's like Like, but china china's pretty nuts because like no mm -hmm. matter or like the few places that i have been to um At least in terms of, like, urban architecture, a lot of it is indistinguishable. You can be in Beijing or Fuzhou or in Guilin and feel like you're... You made made some of those up, right? (laughs) Yeah, sure. The last one. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can be in, like, multiple places in China and still feel like you're in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because, like, even their architecture has a certain communism to it. Right. Yeah. But, like, you do a
1: couple-hour drive in in America, you're, like, yeah. technically a different place. Yeah. The other pl- place I'm really keeping my eye on is Sweden, hmm. which, by, by the way, uh, listener William, hope you're well, bro. Thanks for the message. Uh, he he sent... Uh, one of our listeners, a guy named William, is Is he lives in Sweden now. He sent us photos on Insta about, like, what it was like a week ago and people just at cafes mm-hmm. just hanging out yeah um the latest news i've looked up is that they're planning to change something cuz the elderly homes are getting destroyed apparently
0: cuz oh. so cuz they dump. haven't um if yeah. you don't know sweden has chosen to they have take mo- a very light most approach. lax yeah. yeah approach to it like no shutting down there's still guidelines are in place and they're not lot, doing, most people are
1: yeah. st- working from home but it's yeah. not like nearly as strict as other
0: places they're not doing concerts movie theaters are closed yeah that whole stuff yeah, they're yeah. not doing like you know things where people are packed in the closed But area. schools are open parks are open restaurants are open they're still doing social distancing but yeah I believe schools are open in the lower levels but yeah. when it yeah, comes yeah, to university like universities are closed Yeah,
1: yeah but we hope you're well ah <sighs>
0: corona yeah that one is that one is fascinating to me almost as like a global experiment of like what's gonna happen to them yeah it's the control sample oh. but yeah if it's gonna work anywhere like sweden feels like a place where it would work well you know the fucked up thing is i've read somewhere that like
1: the reason why they're not getting crazy crazy hit is because everyone around them is doing really well yeah like norway and finland and all that stuff are like they're super locked down and their cases are very low
0: so yeah oh so like they're benefiting from the responsibility of others pretty much <laughs> but they're a responsible country i mean like i've only been there once in my life right. but like the people seemed very like socially responsible or at least yeah, like yeah, very yeah, yeah. like they didn't seem like um uh people that would try to get in the way of like <laughs> like positive yeah. change well everyone's following the rules as their government stated i guess yeah so what do you do
1: uh
0: yeah, that was that was a last minute Corona rant right there because it wouldn't be a lockdown episode without a bit of Corona ranting. Yeah, I have a little bit of it. I, a, just a teensy little bit at the very end. But um, uh, thank you for listening. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, I, how many more weeks do we have uh, before like, life continues again? Never. Like one, two, two more weeks. Two more, three, two, 20 days. I don't know. Okay, so, like, three episodes from now... 17. Yeah. Three episodes from now, things will be back to normal. So, if you're sick of hearing corona stuff, skip ahead to, <laughs> <laughs> to three episodes from now.
1: But I think this would be quite a... T- an interesting time capsule, because I always love hearing messages from people who are like, oh, I just discovered your podcast and I'm going through it now. And it's very interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Trump's president. <laughs> so can you imagine like a couple years from now? I'd be like, guys. Yeah. Coronavirus. Be, yeah. I
0: remember that. Yeah. It's definitely going to be fascinating. But uh, yeah, next week, um, I, I, I think I can talk about a little project that I was working on this week. I, I, can't, I can't talk about it yet um, because of contracts and DNA. And what do you call it? DNAs. RNAs. In the business, we call this a teaser. (laughs) NDAs. 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 I was, like, trying to move around that, 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 um, uh, wow, words. Synonym? No. Only one of us can be sleepy. What's, no, it's not, this is not sleepy Acronym. This is just stupidity. Acronym. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, I was moving the acronym around acronym? in my head. Yeah, NDAs because of NDAs, I can't really like uh, speak about it quite yet. But uh, I'll, I'll tease it a little bit. Uh, this week, I, I I I got a haircut. Oh, for a project. What that happened? Oh, around people. What <laughs> controversy? But yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it soon.
1: Um, eventually. We'll yeah. get the DL on Nathan CB project after the NDA no longer a hmm And NW next week. All righty. I'm going back to bed. Don't you have a thing? Oh, fuck. It's 1225. I have to go to my physio. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang, y'all.
0: What Stay safe. Yay. Be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.